Hey everybody, welcome to Journey to the Middle. I'm Matt, right across the desk from me. Indoors we have... <laughs> I'm Dana, hello Dana. guys. Yeah. So we're indoors today, Dana. <laughs> I mean, it was probably a better choice this week for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, no cicadas in the background, <laughs> no birds in the background. No wind. No wind. So <laughs> let me tell you something. So my wife listened to the uh, podcast last week. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, did you hear the cicadas in the background? It's like, no, I didn't notice them. Really? She was in her car with the windows down, and she just thought it was ambience. Oh, <laughs> that's But that makes me feel better, though. So maybe most people thought that. I'm like, how did you not notice it? <laughs> we have a guest today, too. We've got the barking dog in the now background. Now we've got dogs. Yeah. yeah. I'm good now with that. So, it's cool. Um, I'm guessing it's probably someone at the door. I, I kind of figured. There's uh, My daughters go to school right down the street, and they are doing like a welcome thing that I read like just before you got here where they're passing out water. Oh, okay. I'm like, they're going to show up at my door about the same time as we record. So oh, That's fine. You know what, though? Having the dogs in the background just makes it more authentic. Yes, because we got dogs, so that's, that's what happens. <laughs> exactly. We're dog-friendly, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, besides the cicadas not being here this time, um, last week... We talked, you mentioned the chef. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just in passing, you're like, I don't know what that thing's called. Probably just called the chef. It's called the chef show. Is it? Okay. So it's the chef show. Okay. It was the I chef could show. not remember. So, yeah. So I just happened to breeze through Netflix. There it was. I'm like, oh yeah. So that's the name of it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. original. So, um. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Please oh, continue. because I'm, like so- I'm doing this so I don't forget. Sorry, go on. I'm touching my nose and pointing at you so I don't forget. Sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so <laughs> uh, a big thanks to people who listened to yes. the first episode. We got a few comments here and there. It was kind of cool. It was kind of weird for me um, just because it's my first podcast. And when, I, when Dana texted me like early in the morning that we put it out, I was like, I was at work and I'm like, oh man, people have to listen to this now. <laughs> We're going to get judged. I had to reserve myself from texting you at 1 a.m. when I finally got done. And I'm like, don't do it. Don't be a dick. You can't text him right now because you're still (laughs) up and like doing stuff. Because I got, you know, I work from home during the day. I work from home all week. But being online at 1 in the morning wasn't a big deal to me because sometimes I'll get up and do work in the middle of the night too. Mm -hmm. It's just my OCD. Um, But I physically had to restrain myself and I'm like, no, you can't do it. Tell them it's 7 a.m. in the morning instead. It's better than 1 a.m. And luckily I'm up at 7 a.m. So. <laughs> See, that worked out better <laughs> then. It worked out for everybody. <laughs> All right, so uh, this week we're going to talk about some, some throwback stuff, some 90s music, right? I have to interrupt you though first for one second. All right, feel free. Well, maybe more like 30 or 60 seconds. You're on the clock. One, right? We should have a timer. So one of the remakes that I totally forgot to bring up last week, it was a movie, but a star is born. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, like I totally, not that we're not going to get on that topic again, but uh-huh. that was one, another one that I thought of post. And then, um, we're totally going to have to follow up after the sixth episode is done, but I did watch BH90210 this week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was markedly better. It's still cheesy as hell. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. I, I was actually gonna say let's wait until you know episode six after I'm this thing is that. through the ringer, <laughs> and then then we'll trash it. It's so. the most downloaded show though on Hulu. They said for this summer. I mean, I guess. I guess so. People are bored as hell. I, well, the first episode, fine. People want to check it out. We'll see how many people hang hang through. We'll see if it peters six off. Episodes of Tori. 
Yeah, Tori's <laughs> terrible face. Okay. It's getting worse. <laughs> I know, it's really it's bad. Okay, but anyway, anyway, we're not going to talk about her. Yeah, yeah, we'll save that. <laughs> For the reboot, reboot. Yes, yes, yes. Um, all right, so uh, 90s music. Yes. So you want to go first on this one? Okay, but you have to set the premise, though, because tell them what you texted me. Because, not, and he asked, he told me to do my homework again, and I kind of scoffed at him, and I was like, it's not, I don't have to dig deep for this one at all. So and, I, and again, I have things written down, and I'm <laughs> racking my brain. But you know what? You're I'm good no better that. because I was pretty busy this weekend, and I did it maybe two hours before you got here. But that's, a, you know what, though? You did it, though. So that's okay. For me, okay, hang on one second. Oh, now she's looking at her phone. I'm looking at the text message. Filled, filled dead air so the, so the next the episode, Matt texted me and said, 90s music. Think of something you can't, you still can't get enough of. Something you wish you might be embarrassed to say you listen to. So, and I told him, I don't have to do homework. That's not a stretch for me because I listen to a lot of shitty, what people might perceive as shitty music, and it is not shitty music. To you. To me, right? So, I think one of the first, so, of course, like, I'll start with one and then we'll kind of, like, ping pong back and yeah, forth, yeah. right? But one of the first ones that I was so embarrassed about back in the day mm-hmm. because I, I felt like people would judge me. I, there was a group from the all new Mickey Mouse club called the party. And I, <laughs> he's chuckling over there. Okay. It totally like this, the, the new all new Mickey Mouse club. I'm not going to lie. That's a huge like thing in my life. So, I mean, it's tattooed on my body. Like it's a huge thing in my life. And, um, <clears throat> I didn't realize until now, 30 years later, how many people, even people that we went to school with, were such fans I'll of... I'll names after the podcast. <laughs> I'll tag them. I'll share. I'll share. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't realize how many people were fans of the party like I was. And they were fantastic. It was like um, like a pop group, right? There were five members. Dee Dee, Albert, mm-hmm. Damon, Tiffany, and Chase. Um, she didn't have to look at a phone to get those names. Totally didn't have to. I also own all of their albums. Like I have a few vinyl now, which I clearly <laughs> never had back in the day. Um, <clears throat> Mickey Mouse Club, the, this group is on vinyl. Like someone took the time to put it on vinyl. They did. Well, okay. okay. So here's the interesting thing. Is it shaped like Mickey Mouse ears? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. So the party was, uh, they were signed to Hollywood Records, which was owned by Disney, of uh-huh. course. Right. So. They actually, for the party, they actually got people like Dr. Dre to help with some songs. Like, they had some really big names working with them, which was crazy. And then they toured, who was it? It was Vanilla Ice that they toured with. They toured with Taylor Dane. Um, Shit, I can't remember who else it was, but it was like a huge... I still listen to them to this day. I don't day. think this was on my horizon at all. I, don't I, yeah. I knew it wasn't. That's why I did. I couldn't like give you any insight into it because like I said, it was something I held super, like I held my cards close to my chest because I like, I felt people would judge me, but the music stands up still. Like when we went to the Mickey Mouse Club reunion, the 30th back in this past May, mm-hmm. they actually performed. Now, less two members because they're not really part of the spotlight anymore. Mm-hmm. But of the other three members who were there, they're all still in the entertainment industry. And um, Damon, the gentleman I was telling you about, he uh-huh. used to be one of the members of the party and he is going to be doing an interview with us down the road at some point. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Which will get Dana all fangirl. And weird. Oh, I totally, it, it's interesting though, because when I, interviewed him before on my other podcast totally didn't fangirl and it was like we were brother and sister just hanging out and having a conversation you'll like him he's a funny dude but cool. yeah cool. um and i'll have to give you some background too 
post, you know, post recording and all the off the record right. stuff. But yeah, the party that like that just amazing. They had one, two, so they actually had like three commercial releases and then there was one in between. So they called it in the meantime, in between time. Mm-hmm. And it was a bunch of cover songs. Okay. Not the whole, th- I think there was maybe one that wasn't a cover song, but really freaking good. So what's a concert for the party like? I mean, you go backstage, a lot of drugs and booze, you know. Or... <laughs> a lot of Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. You know, honestly, I never got to see them in concert when I was a kid. I did meet them at a meet and greet before one of the albums was released. And Becky actually came with me. Okay. It was like, an, do you remember Flipside? Yes. The one in Crystal Lake? Yes. That's where we but met them all at. All the time. Yes. yes. And that's where we met them at. Nice. So that was that was really special for me because um, I still have Polaroid pictures of that meet and greet. I, my mom didn't take many, but Polaroid. like, yes, Polaroid, mm-hmm. legit perfect. Polaroid. That sounds perfect. Um, but yeah, so I, I know for sure that they did do a lot of like mall tours for a bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that was kind of the thing back then, right? Like yeah. Tiffany and Debbie Gibson yep. kind of started that in the 80s. Uh, and they kind of continued with that, <clears throat> excuse me, with that trend. But... Yeah, I, I can tell you what a current day like party concert is like, and it's a bunch of drunk forty year olds singing the <laughs> songs that we knew when we were growing up. So the same thing, we're forty now, but, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's it's. You guys will hear about the Mickey Mouse Club and, and the party a whole lot. They were also on an episode of Blossom. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah, perfect. well, because the dad Nick was working in Disneyland at the time. Part- I don't remember that part. Yeah. Right. All right. Oh, I binged Blossom again a few years ago. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so that that is one of my maybe guilty pleasures is the best way to say that. Yeah, guilty pleasure. Yeah. 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 No judgments here, by the way. I, I didn't so, think there would be, but I did. I knew it wouldn't this, be. Ex- not on over here. Maybe I, the, maybe people listening. Maybe, but screw you. I don't care. It's my podcast and it's my life, and I'll do what I want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I'm curious if there's anybody out there that also liked the party too. So like, let us know. I do, I totally want to hear about that. So definitely like comment on the Podbean page until we get iTunes up and going. It's submitted. Um, or even like on the Facebook posts. And we're going to have a new page too. I should plug that like now. Yes. But yeah. anyway, I, I'm very excited to hear what you have to share. All right. So, um, well, I'll start with, oh, first off, this I'm going to start with this one. Uh, so I was at Smashing Pumpkins. Thursday night. You did go to that show. I was like almost not going to go. Really? I was pretty close to not going to that show. They had tickets was, for super cheap last week too for like 20 well, I got bucks. The, well, here's the thing. I got the tickets for free because I went to a concert. <sighs> Hence the shirt. Okay. Yeah. That's the shirt. Yeah. So I, I went to a concert there at Tinley Park uh, last year. I took my daughter to her first concert, Aww. which was Kesha and Macklemore. Nice. And I got an email from... From Hollywood Casino Amphitheater is the name of the place now. It will change next year. Right. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we haven't seen you for a while. Here's free tickets. Pick a show. And so it was basically a bunch of junk. Oh. Um, and Smashing Pumpkins with Noel Gallagher and AFI. AFI? Or, oh. Yeah, Miss Murder. Interesting. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the other option that was worth anything was Nelly and TLC. Except Nelly and TLC is tonight. And I have to work tomorrow. Well, and I and happened to be off Friday. Pumpkins were on Thursday night. So I'm like. And it's right. really only T and C now because the L is gone. What? TLC. I didn't know. Oh my God. Where were you 20 years ago? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so anyway, so I, submit, I picked Smashing Pumpkins. And I was at well, work. And I was talking to a guy there. And I was like, you know, I'm thinking about not going to the show. 
you know, they were free, so it doesn't mean anything to me to miss it, you know. And he's like, he's like, you're going to kick yourself if you don't go. Yeah. So I texted my wife, and I'm like, all right, we're going. And she's like, god damn it. Because <laughs> she was like, I had other plans now. She's like, I got other stuff to do. We got a car in the driveway we got to sell, and I got to clean it out and get it ready for all that. And I'm like, ah, let's go. <laughs> and it's not close. <laughs> it's like a. It's like 100 years away. That's what it feels it's like. It's like a very long hour and a half. From where we live. Yeah. Um, I was luckily only half an hour away from where I was working. So. Oh, geez. So it was much easier of a drive for me. Um, anyway, so we went. Um, so Smashing Pumpkins Lake. It, you know, I, I thought it was going to be bad. I Okay, I, I need to hear more about this because that that's why I didn't wind up going. I was like, it's not James Eha. Or no, I think James Eha is there. there. I didn't think he was going to be there either. Darcy is what I was thinking. Darcy that's, is not there. Yes. No. She left... Uh, 1998 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, she never came back. Never came back. Uh, but Eha was there. Obviously Billy. And, Chamberlain. Uh, Chamberlain was the drummer, yeah. Um, so they have another guy who's playing uh, lead guitar as well. Um, he's just from some other smaller bands, just met the guys. And then they had a different guy playing bass. Okay. I don't think he's a regular player with them. I think he's just touring with them right now. Okay. He did not look like anybody else in the band. He, he, looked, he looked like a frat guy playing bass, honestly. It was odd to see... Billy and what he's he's wearing like this vampire thing now. What? Yeah, so it's like this just I don't know how, to, how else to explain it, but it's, like a neo coat from like the yeah, Matrix. It's like, yes, exactly, like a neo coat from Matrix. Um, that's what he's wearing, and he's got a beer gut and everything now. No, yeah, it's crazy no. To see. <laughs> fat Billy Corgan. Um, no uh, James E. How looks the same. Oh, James um, E. Looks great. Play, still playing great. Billy's still playing great. His voice. Still sounds the same. Does it really? I thought with the way that guy sings that it would be trashed by now. <coughs> there was really a bullet with butterfly wings. He did that. Um, it didn't sound great. Okay. Um, but every other song sounded perfect. It sounded just like you were back in the 90s listening to them. Was it like a hits show? Did, were they just doing the hits or did they no. like dig back some too? Um, so they started with Today. Um, okay. I'm like, good. I'm glad they didn't close with that. Yeah. And they had a bunch of hits. There was... A handful of songs, maybe five. They played 17 songs, um, which, by the way, also, too, if you haven't ever seen it, setlist.fm. If you want to find out what they're going to play, look it up. Go to, like, the show before. Okay. And then that's when you know you can leave. I <laughs> will totally have to do, We're going to see Social D in a few weeks. Okay. I'll totally have to check that out, setlist.fm. Okay, yeah. noted. Okay. So, yeah, that's the other thing my buddy told me about. I was like, here, see what they're playing. Yeah. And it was the exact same playlist. Um and so, like, they got to, um, they played 1979, then Tonight Tonight, and then some song I didn't know. We're oh. like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and so we beat all the traffic out. Thank God, because you would have been stuck there for a long time. Like, like an extra hour, at least. It, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, also, <clears throat> it's one, only, there's only one ed- exit to that place. So. There's actually two. And the only reason I know oh, that yeah. is because I used to date a guy who lived down there. So, like, they would, toward the end end of the show, they would start letting people out the different way. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not as bad as... Rosemont. I always call it the Rosemont Horizon, but Allstate Arena, it's yeah. never as bad as that. So yeah, that's pretty terrible. But still, good, good. You left, though, and you beat traffic. Yeah, so we beat traffic, but the show was great. <laughs> um, they did a, a cover of James Taylor, Fire and Rain. Shut up! Oh, it was good. Did Billy sang the whole thing, or did James sing with no, him? No, he sang it. Billy sang it. Really? Yeah, I recorded that. I, I don't re- generally record stuff when I'm at these shows, but sure. I'm like, I knew that they were going to do that. I'm like, I want to record that, because that's going to be really cool. <sighs> So. You'll have to share like later on. Oh, I'll share. I, it'll probably get taken off Facebook if I put it up, though. 
I, you know, I don't think so though. I've no? I've recorded. We'll try. Try it and they see. Take it down. I mean, but if they take it down, but like I've done like Facebook lives from concerts before, tons. Like at Kelly Clarkson back in February, okay. they didn't take any of it down. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get a new Facebook page. So once we do yes, that, thank you. Yes, you can share it there. I'll, I'll put some pictures up that I took. Now we were in the lawn. Um, okay. Which is fine. I didn't know they. I hadn't really been there in a long time, other than the one last year. But we were in the seats. Uh huh. Um, I didn't know the lawn seats had the monitors out there now. Wait, they moved them. They moved them even like closer back. Well, like you could see them from there. Like they're just right on the structure. There's like four monitors going across the lawn. Really? Where you can watch. Yeah. So, but and not just the ones by the stage. You're talking about like on the outside. Oh yeah, no, they're on the outside by the lawn. That like, totally changed because we were there last year for mm -hmm. the band that I'm going to talk about next, okay. and uh, they were definitely not there then. So yeah, they're there, and I was like, I, I'm like, oh, well, this is all right then. That's great. Because the la last time I had a lawn seat there was probably in the '90s when I went and saw Dave Matthews. Oh. And I was wow. like, oh man, this is terrible. <laughs> At least the on top of Dave Matthews never <laughs> ending a song, yeah. by the way. <laughs> and he sounds like the fucking frog from the wb yeah like <laughs> hello my baby hello my honey that's right. what he sounds like to me um wow okay so you had a good time that like it sounds like yeah. you had a good time i had a surprisingly good time i'm glad to go i'm glad i went i would have been kicking myself had i not gone so. how were the openers um so we didn't watch afi okay i mean to me i'm like meh I only know the one song by them, and I heard it on my walk-in. So <laughs> I knew I was going to miss that just because how far away we were. Um, Noel Gallagher and it's Noel Gallagher and his high flying birds. Okay. God damn you, Noel Gallagher. Noel Gallagher. Um, <laughs> one half of Oasis for those who didn't pick up on that yet. Yeah. So if you know Oasis, I saw a dude that had the shirt on, and it said, "Who the fuck is Liam Gallagher?" I'm like, "That's a great shirt." <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so he played a bunch of songs I didn't know. Of course. Um, Wonderwall and a, a Beatles song. I don't even remember which one now. Okay. So, so he did a, like a small tiny bit of what he was known for. He knew what he was doing though because there's one time he's like, here's another song you're not going to know. <laughs> and started playing. And everyone's like, all right, cool. Uh, there was definitely fans. There were people there for him though. I mean, Oh, okay. So good for them. That's I cool. didn't know that he was still making music until I saw his concert. So. Yeah, I mean, I I pay enough attention to music to know that, but I don't listen to his shit, so I couldn't. Tell it wasn't that. bad. It was very down the road. Um, middle, okay. Down the road. Middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. So it was fine. Okay. Passable, I guess. Nice. You what know. did your wife think of the show? She was a. She, here's the funny thing. So she was a big Smashing Pumpkins fan. Okay. Um, back then too. Um, she actually showed me a picture of her wearing the shirt that I'm currently wearing, which oh. is. For you guys that can't see us, uh, it's the Zero Smashing Pumpkin shirt. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, oh my God, I got the same shirt as you now. <laughs> you guys need to go out together and just wear them together. Yeah, hers is gone. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> it would be like 25 years old at this point. <laughs> um, but no, she really enjoyed it too. And she's seen them before. She saw them back when they were, you know, putting out those old butterfly wings and everything. So. See, I never saw the pumpkins. I saw Zwan. Do you yeah. remember that fucking project? I couldn't remember the name. I looked it up. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Zwan. All right. Good job, man. I still own the album. To me, it sounds like Poppy Sunshine songs. Yeah. Like, that's what always just sticks out in my brain because on the front of the cover, there was like a little like rainbow on there too. So. Okay. I don't know. It was pretty good. But. Well, so yeah, I was looking at it and I, when I was trying to find the name of that band and it's like, oh, Billy's heart wasn't into it. It was really into Smashing Pumpkins. I'm like, no shit. That's where the money was. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go play with Smashing Pumpkins again. That sounds like a good idea. Right. James, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> oh, Darcy's on drugs? Whatever. 
Well, James had, we're totally going on a tangent here for a second though, too. (laughs) The reason why is because I, because I remember I was doing radio in college and um, at the time I was the DJ at the radio station at Harper College and then my sophomore year I became the manager but I was also a DJ and we used to have to go to Tower Records when that still existed oh my God, Tower and, Records. yeah we'd get like a credit card you know from the radio station like from the advisor mm-hmm. and we'd have to buy music for the catalog and I remember when James Eha had his album come out I, th- I believe it was 98 when his album his solo album yeah, was, was released his solo album yeah. yeah and that solo album was amazing I've heard it's good. It's I've never went back to listen to it, but I've heard it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's not something that I feel like you would necessarily have to go back and listen to, but I think if you want to listen to some good music and it, mm-hmm. and you want to hear somebody else from the Smashing Pumpkins and what they did, to me it was way better. The rest than, of them didn't do anything. I mean, except for Billy and Zwan. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Chamberlain. He actually um, he had a couple of projects out, but nothing that. Talk. He actually recorded with a, a jazz saxophonist who I'm friends with, who I've known for like ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank Catalano. So they did a project together. I think they've done a couple of projects together. The name sounds familiar. Well, he so I. Oh, it's because of Jordan Catalano. Could <laughs> potentially could be. <laughs> <laughs> he Frank's he's a local guy. He lived and grew up in Streamwood, where I currently live. Um, but I met him because he was playing in a band at my uncle's wedding when I was like 19 and Weird. then we became friends and stayed in touch ever since. And now he's out in New York living up like the high life. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So total. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> all right. Next you're up. What oh, you got? Okay. So I got, don't, they don't all have to be embarrassing. Like, it's not embarrassing to me because I I'm telling you my embarrassing. I got one embarrassing one. <laughs> I, to me, I don't think this is embarrassing. So right. I had seen them before in 2003. Three or two thousand and four, uh, Poison. I poison. love Poison. Oh yeah, I t- Mike and I went. He had never seen them live before, and so uh-huh. we went last summer. And they are incredible. They still sounded as good as they sounded, what fifteen, sixteen mm-hmm. years ago, and even fifteen, sixteen years before that. Brett Michaels is a freaking rock star. I mean, that man. Obviously, he's been in the entertainment industry now for what. Almost forty years at this point. A, like the TV shows, what was it? What Rock was of Love, that Rock shitty Love. fucking show. <laughs> so awful. It's like here, I'm basically a scumbag. So like, exactly. I'm gonna do a show about it. And I never take off my bandana because I might be balding. So you'll always just have to embrace see it. Like, just exactly. Embrace it, man. Shave your head like me. Thank you. you Shave know? your head like so many of my other guy friends too. Yeah, Let it do. go, man. You can put on the do rag on top of your bald head if you want to. It's fine. Everybody I'm not knows. Judge. Every know. Everybody knows, Brett. <laughs> exactly we're, we're not blind my friend we're not blind um but they were fantastic though so cheap trick opened and there was one other opener that i didn't give a shit about but cheap trick was still really good and i mm. like all that kind of music but poison man that like cc deville looks really good now he was now, everybody still there everybody was still there bobby mm. bobby doll um of course brett michaels mm-hmm. Um, CC DeVille, and what's the other dude's name? Ricky something. Everybody, Aaron, Aaron, when you hear this, what, what's, <laughs> the, what's the other guy's name in Poison? Yeah, let us know on, the, on Facebook so that I don't have to go back and do right. research on this. So we don't need to do that, but um, they were fantastic. And let me tell you, it was definitely a Poison show. So we were also at Tinley Park, and we had lawn seats. How do you feel about Tinley Park for people that are local? So I will tell you, over the years, it has evolved into a better venue. And here's why. Because I feel like it's it's an amphitheater, of course. Yeah. 
but I feel like they're trying to compete with Ravinia a little bit for the people on this in the South Burbs because now they allow okay. you to bring in like snacks and I don't think you can bring in alcoholic beverages, which I I get. Yeah. But you might be able to. I'm not 100 percent certain. I don't believe you can though, because they sell it in there at well, like twenty dollars. So does Ravinia, but they still allow people on the lawn to bring it in. So yeah. that's that's why. But they probably don't down there. So I'm just curious, real quick, just because like I've had conversations with people about Tinley Park. I'm like. Oh god, I don't know. I I had a better experience this past time with the pumpkins. I'm yeah. like, okay, there's modelers, I can see what's going on. That to me so that's I not think, as bad. It was yeah. pretty chill out in the lawn, so And I think that that makes a difference though. So like at Ravinia, the thing that I'm comparing the two because Ravinia is for those who are not local, it's an outdoor venue. Mm. Um it's Ravinia Festival or whatever yeah. the hell they call it, whatever the grounds are called. And... You, yeah, you can yeah. picnic there, it's great. But you can't see screens. So, like, mm. they have speakers all throughout the park, which is great. But if you want to see, see, you know, um, the band or the performer, whoever it is, you have to walk up near the round and look on the screens there. Yeah. But now, see, I, I've already been a fan of Tenley Park for a while, of the amphitheater. And and I feel like the sound has gotten better over the years. Like It's definitely better. Much yeah. better. Like, I think when they were the Tweeter Center. Oh, it was shitty. Yeah, it was bad, and then they got upgraded after that. So I, that's what that's exactly that well because like my first show there ever was in two thousand, and it was to see Blink One Eighty Two and Bad Religion, and then I yeah, saw the religion. yeah, and then I saw the Cure there um, that same summer. So I saw Blink, and then I saw the Cure there. And it wasn't terrible, mm. but then like over the years, as I had continued to go back. You know, I've been going there now for, what, almost 20 years. Yeah. It's gotten markedly better. And I prefer the lawn to the seats. You have more room. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, if it's shitty weather, it can make for a not great experience. Yeah. But I've had really good times. I've seen a ton of shows there. So I I like it. All right, cool. I'm Tan partial to it. Tangent over. Let's go back to what you were saying. <laughs> but, um, so it was definitely a poison show, though. So when we walked in, you could see all of, like... I mean, I'm 40 now, so I'm I'm kind of being a dick when I say this. I'm not 40 yet. <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> um, but I, I feel kind of like a dick saying it. Like you see all the old people, and I'm using air quotes when I say that because we're not old. But you see all the people who are older than me by like 10, 15 years, wearing like their there's some oh god. I, I'll tell the story in a second. <laughs> but these people like with their you know their their flannels I don't really care or like their poison t-shirts and their bandanas and thinking that they're badass and I here I am just walking in with like a dress and combat boots I don't really care I'm not trying to dress the part of a poison fan I'm going there because I enjoy the music yeah. but I feel like a lot of people it was very fun to people watch um but before we were going to go find a spot on the lawn we're standing by a table by the bathrooms like down when you first walk in mm -hmm. and we hear like arguing behind us and this dude this little like he looks like he could have been part of the lollipop guild like that's like the dude this old dude who was drunk and he's yelling at this woman and this asshole had on a rush t-shirt <laughs> tucked into his jorts and, and um sunglasses on but he was wasted and he was yelling at this woman and all of a sudden like out of the corner of my eye i just see him push her and she falls back like five or six feet i mean he pushed her hard mm -hmm. And Mike, my boyfriend, <laughs> he just, I just see him then too. And I'm like, this is going to be fucking interesting. He didn't get in the guy's face, but he, Mike was military. So yeah. he got, he walked over, he took off his flannel that he had on, um, walked over and kind of just puffed up his chest in front of the lollipop guild man and told me to go and get security and the police. Yeah. 
and I did. But when I first brought security back, it was the first little wiry dork nerd that I could find who worked there at the amphitheater. But I was like, I need you to help me. I need to find the police. And so he pointed me in the direction. These two women cops came back mm. with me. This asshole broke her wrist by oh, pushing wow. her. And so you see the women cops coming and then the male cops coming and the guy, the only reason I know this is because we met up with other friends of mine there, um, who were also present for the fight. We didn't see them. Um, but the dude wound up getting arrested and taken to the county. So, oh, wow. but like I said, it was totally a poison show. There, there would, it wouldn't be a poison show. About right. yeah, that, yeah. There's a fight at every show. There's right? a fight at every show. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so that was an interesting way to start the evening, but the, just poison themselves. I love all of their songs. I love, maybe not all of them. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, okay. but I like a very big chunk of their music. Um, and going to that show was a no brainer for me. It was so good. Like just Brett Michaels, his energy, mm. he still sounds amazing. They all still sound amazing. And I think what kind of sold it for Mike even a little bit more, like legit brought like a tear to his eye. Brett Michaels is such a supporter of the troops. Okay. And so he like got a bunch of vets, like he gave them free tickets to the show and gave them backstage passes. So on, um, had to have been something to believe in mm. that song. He brought a bunch of them out on stage with him. That's pretty cool. It was really awesome. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, he's got this dickhead personality on TV, but that was like 10 years ago. And I'm sure he's kind of a little bit of a douche, but you also know that he really cares about stuff and he's got these, you know, the, the um, beliefs is not the word but these causes that he cares about yeah, a lot his values yeah thank you and it just it made it made the show even better plus it was just such a cool throwback they had like behind them they had um like a video screen of course and they were showing like all of the old videos and stuff and oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah so poison nice really good because i mean they were relevant 80s 90s so you know yeah. unskinny bop you know um yeah so I'm really curious to hear your next one. All right. Um, I'll talk about, uh, so I'm, me and Dana are probably both very all over the map as far as music. <laughs> yes. So we like a lot of different stuff. Yes. Um, so I, I listened to a lot of rap in the 90s. I love it. Um, a lot of different stuff. You know, um, I'll, I'll talk about this real quick because I don't know if I'll, I'll ever get a chance to tell people, but like. Um, the first rap song I ever heard was Bust a Move by Young MC. Oh, nice. And that... That went in from Bust a Move into probably like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and nice. Tupac. Get into that stuff. Um, but I don't want to talk about like Tupac. Everybody talks about Tupac and Biggie. They're like, oh, they're the best rappers ever. That's no. false. I want to talk about Coolio. <gasps> no shit. Coolio. Gangsta's Paradise, Fantastic Voyage. Yeah. Um, there was, so I, I, I believe. Cool Runnings. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Um, Fantastic Voyage was like, came out during the summer and I was at like my grandparents' house uh -huh. and the video came on MTV and I was, I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> just the, just the beat, just the flow, his flow and everything. Yeah. I fell in love with it. That's like, awesome. The guy is crazy now, you know? Um. Doesn't he have a cookbook too? You know, here's the weird thing about that is yes, he does. <laughs> Cause he was on Food Network doing shit a few years ago too. If Cooking I'm with mistaken. Coolio, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yes. I don't have that one yet. Yeah. Uh, when I get it, I'm going to put it next to my Tiffany Amber Thesis. Yet, cup. people. Yet. Pay attention <laughs> to that part. <laughs> if he comes to do a signing. I mean, you have to. You know what's funny? So, all right. <laughs> Speaking of 90s, I did go to a 90s concert like two years ago. Okay. Um, Coolio, 
Vanilla Ice. I remember that when that came around. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Salt and Pepper. Uh, and Color Me Bad. Wasn't the dude really fat in Color Me Bad by that point? You know what? We When Color Me Bad came out, we went to go get more drinks. We <laughs> <Damn laughs> were like, you want to see me? No, no. All right, let's go. You didn't want to hear I'm all the sex you up? No, Her man. all for no. love? I was not a Color Me Bad fan. I was listening to them earlier today, son. <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> son. Son. Come on. <laughs> um, so Coolio, uh, good performer. He is also losing his hair, but, you know. <laughs> All right, so, like, everybody's got to know what this guy's hair looks it's like, like, right? It's, like, back here now, I it's think. Got, yeah, it's, like, he's faded back. He's, there's only two, like, of the dreads sticking out of his head now. That's it. <laughs> um, but, you know, what's cool is he went out into the audience at the end of his performance and was, like, rapping with people and hugging people. So that was really cool. That is cool. Yeah. Where um, did you see that at? That was Allstate. That was Allstate Arena. Okay. Sorry. Um, the rest of the show was terrible. Really? It was so bad. The Even sound, Salt and Peppa? Yes, uh, unfortunately, because I really wanted to see them. Oh. Um, the sound, the sound was messed up. Their sound guys sucked. That sucks. Ass. So the whole show was bad. There was, I think, another Color Me Bad type group that I didn't know that was singing when we got there. And, like, I don't even know what they were saying. Um, oh, really? Funky Cold Medina. Uh, Tone Loke. Oh, Tone Loke. Tone Loke was there, too. His voice is gone. I kind of, like, I've seen him do acting or talking on some stuff, and I'm like, bro sounds, like, yeah. just really shot. Yeah. Because that voice that he rapped with was not his regular speaking voice. That's what I thought. So he just he just ruined his vocal cords. Um, but Got the sound, a train. Yeah, the, the sound came around um, for Coolio and like Vanilla Ice, who really didn't do Vanilla Ice like he wanted to see him. He did his metal thing. Oh God, really? Yeah, which is fine for Ice Ice Baby, but not for the rest of it. You know, but <laughs> stop that train. I don't think can hold up as like a metal song. <laughs> right, right. So. Uh, yeah, Coolio. I mean, all the, all the stuff. Like, he had uh, his last album was My Soul. Well, not his last album. Okay. But his last popular album. That was 97. And they dropped him from his label. Even though it did fairly well. Oh. It did okay. Not as good as the other two, but the label dropped him. He was with uh, Tommy Boy Records. We'll see. And they're like, yeah, you're not good anymore. That's the problem, though, because back in the day, it's clearly it, it, it clearly is not that way any longer. Maybe to a degree, but not like mm. it was then. If you weren't hitting a certain amount of units, they're gonna drop your ass yeah. because it just they compare it. Obviously, like you said, like they compare it to the previous releases. Yeah, but, <sighs> but he made a career doing other stuff. I know, mean, cooking. cool runnings. <laughs> he was doing he was doing uh, other shows and uh, was other, he? he? Yeah, he did like Celebrity Big Brother or something like that. And... Oh, that's right. I forgot about that yeah. too. He was not on Celebrity Rehab. No. Not a, no, 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 no. No, he hasn't okay. dropped that far yet. Okay. Well, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Coolio, though, huh? Yeah, Coolio. Come on. That's, I'm not even digging on it. I think that that's Coolio. All right. <laughs> you like him. <laughs> Funny, Dana. <laughs> when she's done talking, she'll tell us our next one. Oh, God. Okay. So, like I said, these are not a stretch for me. Um, I am still an avid listener of Debbie Gibson, very much so. Okay. Um, very, very much so. Like I love. Does she get into the nineties? Sure. Mm-hmm. Not. I mean, not she had not. She mm-hmm. still was releasing music, but it wasn't. I mean, it never gained as big a popularity as, like, of course, like the late eighties, early nineties stuff. Because um, I believe Electric Youth was released in ninety. I'm pretty sure. Um, you would know that if you did your research. 
I know that just off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you talk. I'm going to find out. I was just going to say, gonna please tell me, because I feel like Out of the Blue was 87 or 88. Um, but yeah, I am an avid fan of her still to this day. I follow her on Instagram, and I was so geeked out like six months ago. Oh, she, I can't remember this. Yes. She followed me back. And she is the sweetest damn thing in the world. Like, you watch her Instagram live videos when she goes live. Um, I you just, do. You do. I, I, to I totally saying, do. You watch them. Well, just stay well, when you watch them. I totally do. And I still am such a fan of her. And I get it. She might not have had the best voice. I mean, Tiffany by far had a better voice than her. But just her energy, she's, I just love her. She's adorable. And she just completed a tour with New Kids on the Block because they did that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It was New Kids on the Block, Naughty by Nature, Salt and Pepper, Tiffany. Every, everything's got to be rebooted. <laughs> well, and that's, it, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. But they all did a song together for the tour, too. It was called 80s Baby. Okay. Which is awesome. So, um, but yeah, Debbie Gibson. I love her. I dressed up for her as Halloween when I was like 11 or 12. My mom made me like a really cute little vest. And I already had the Debbie Gibson hat, um, which is hysterical. Because if you ever watched the show, The Goldbergs? Yeah. So they had one on the other night. Um, and like I mentioned, my, my work schedule, because I work from home, like I am usually up a little bit later at night. And they had an episode. It's based in the 80s. Mm -hmm. I think maybe even early 90s. But uh, they had an episode where the daughter, don't recall her name, um, but they were talking about her phases of music that she liked growing up. And Debbie Gibson, of course, was one of them. They didn't even have to say who it was. All of a sudden, I see her and all of her <laughs> friends wearing the hats, and I'm like, that's a Debbie Gibson hat. And two seconds later, they're like, this is our Debbie Gibson hat. I'm like, yes, I know it is. <laughs> so, so, yes. So, uh, Debbie Gibson, Out of the Blue, 1987. It was 87, okay. Electric Youth, 89. Was it 89? Okay. Anything is Possible was the first one in the 90s. And that was what, 91? 90. God, really? Yeah. I didn't really... Okay, see, I thought that there was a bigger break in between the two. Anything is possible. Like, the, the title track off that album was the only one I think that even charted. Mm -hmm. Everything else I thought was garbage. <laughs> I mean, no offense, Debbie. But her energy, though. I think that's what I appreciate the most about her. And I'm not embarrassed to say that I listen to her still. Well, fine. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll come back to the other one I was going to talk about. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll talk about one of the embarrassing ones. Sugar Ray. I saw them in concert for the Key 101 tour. Well, at least I did not do that. Yeah, well, I didn't purposely. They were like on the bill. It was the, um, what were the Christmas shows that they used to do for Key 101 back in the day? Whatever. Oh, I don't remember. But yeah, I, I saw them once. Yeah, Sugar Ray. I, I don't know. You know, back in the day, like, Fly was the coolest thing. Sure. I had that album. That album is a very odd album. Really? So there is Fly and then a bunch of new metal garbage. Really? They were a metal band. They were like considered I, I, new metal is what it, they call it, but it's like Stop. basically it's all hard, you know, and screaming and stuff. That was Mark McGrath before. I don't know how Fly got on that album, the, but I bought the album. I'm like, what is the rest of this music? The label probably made them throw it in to have something that would perform on there. Yeah. Well, they. Um, oh my god. Yeah, so they had the, what was the guy's name? Mark Cat, McGrath? Not, not McGrath, the guy who did the song with them. Cat something. Oh, I'm shit. I had it up earlier, I don't remember. Um, I can pull it up. Thundercat? <laughs> no. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but they had him on that song with them. The rest of it was all metal. And then, like, they, Mark McGrath went, hey, guys, you want to know how we can make some music? Let's make some more garbage. Which I liked at the time. Although, like, every day. Yes. Someday. 
That's the song. Every morning, yes. Sunday. Yeah. Hmm. But it was it was catchy music, and now Mark fun. McGrath is just super cat. Super cat. That was close. You were very close. Thundercats, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, now Mark McGrath has a plastic face. Very plastic face. He I, he was like a host on the Eat Network. He's on Sirius XM now. He hosts the, a show there now. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and it's terrible. Yeah, so he just like left it. all the other band members behind. They're probably all like, "Let's go back to playing this stuff." He's like, "No, I want money." <laughs> and then they just put out all these songs. And like, it, you know, I I picked this one because it just doesn't hold up anymore. You hear that song in the radio, you're like, "Nah." Click. You know who else doesn't hold up like that from that same era? Smash Mouth. I, I think that they're still yeah. not great. Yeah, Smash Mouth. They did a couple good songs. I still like their cover of the Monkey song, I'm a Believer. So I did see them two years ago at the Music in the Park thing in Elgin. Okay. Because Belinda Car. So it was like the Motels, Belinda Carlisle, mm. and like Smash Mouth. And that was the only song I liked that they did. <laughs> yeah, the I'm a Believer. Them, yeah, the rest of them, they just don't hold up. They're like, this sounds way too... Between 80s and 90s. I Terrible, mean, shitty new music, or yeah. new metal, whatever they call it, that crap. It, it, it's just poppy, top 40 garbage. Yeah. But Sugar Ray, okay. Yeah, Sugar Ray. I, I can't fault you for that, though. I mean, I'm not the only one, you know? That's just People it. People still like Nickelback, so... I mean, they do, and that's... I want to hang my head in shame for all of you, or anybody else who all likes Creed. Looking at me. No, oh, you're a fan? No. Okay, thank not, God. Not that <laughs> I'll look I at the I microphone. I liked one of their songs before. I mean, we all liked one of their songs before, but, but yeah. Chad Kroger is an ass turd. <laughs> ass turd. That's where they come from. I mean, it's kind of where they come the from. turds come from the ass. <laughs> As does Chad Kroger. He, he's a Canadian <laughs> ass turd. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you Sugar Ray. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so for me, this next one, like the, their career has spanned decades. Uh-huh. But I got into them in the 90s because of a boy who I dated in junior high. Can I guess? Yes. The Cure? Of course. <laughs> yes. Okay. And clearly I'm not embarrassed. I have Robert Smith tattooed on my back. Um, but that's when I became a fan in like the very early 90s of their music. And it's because I bought my, my junior high boyfriend at the time the Wish tape. <laughs> For his like birthday or something. Okay. And then I started listening to it and I fell in love with it. And I just, now I, I have issues with the cure post that album. Okay. Because I feel like wild mood swings was kind of garbage. And that was the first tour that I ever saw them on in 96. But I love the cure so much mm-hmm. that I can forgive them for that because of their albums prior to that. <laughs> Here's the interesting thing about the cure. Uh-huh. When we decided to do this podcast, I'm like, I wonder how long it's going to take for her to talk about The Cure. <laughs> and I already knew that you loved The Cure. Love The Cure. Second episode. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't the first. How can I work The Cure into a reboot show? <laughs> well, they're, they're doing this fantastic tour right now that I wish I could like go and see, and I wish that was here. It's like they're, they're 40, was it last year? Last year they recorded um, some concert out in London. Because it was the 40th year since their first release. So, kind of awesome. 40-year anniversary for the Mm -hmm. album. And, like, I've seen them several times, clearly, um, in concert. And they are just phenomenal. Like, seeing Robert, even even though he's, like, fat old Robert Smith now, he's not as fat as he was a few years ago. He's still got the crazy hair. I love that he still wears the terrible eye makeup and lipstick at 60 years old. He still does. 
I give that man credit. I was so damn happy when they got inducted into the Rock Hall this year. Yeah. I cried when I watched uh, Trent Reznor. Just this year? They got yeah. Into it? Okay. it was just this year. Yeah. Okay. And they, um, yeah, because when Trent Reznor did their induction speech, mm-hmm. I just, I was like, oh my God. You knew because the music spoke to him. Yeah. He grew up with that music too. Um, and it was just, it was like redemption that they finally got in there. So... Here's my thing with Cure. I don't, hate a, him. I don't hate him. Not I, everybody's I like, cup of tea. Yeah, it's not everybody's cup of tea. But, you know, man, someone give Robert Smith a hug. <laughs> that guy's been sad for 40 years. <laughs> well, you wouldn't. So the funniest thing was <laughs> after they got inducted and they performed, uh, some reporter went up to Robert Smith and she was all like young and bubbly. And she's like, oh, my gosh, aren't you so excited that you got inducted yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And he's just kind of standing there and he's like, not as excited as you are. <laughs> like just <laughs> deadpan seeing this to this woman with this awkward smile on his face. And she didn't know what to say. It's like, you don't come up to Robert Smith hot, like out of the gate like that. That's not how you approach that man. <laughs> you need to be gentle. And you bring garlic and a cross. <laughs> and the... Oh, wait, that's Billy Corgan. <laughs> that's Billy Corgan. Yes. Billy Corgan. <laughs> but they're getting my rock gods mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's and I and I love that they poked fun at him on South Park. I love that they yeah. did that stuff. You know, like it's just and he's a good sport about it. He's gotten he's gotten much less um abrasive over the years, I feel mm-hmm. and maybe abrasive's not the right word, but um he's not he's not as um bitchy, maybe is the way to look at it too. But yeah, I love the cure. I'm never gonna stop. <laughs> Friday, I'm in love. Yeah. Oh, that's like their worst song. Oh, that's the only one I like. Yeah, see? (laughs) When I hear it, when I go to the grocery stores now, I'm like, fuck (laughs) you. They play it everywhere. And I'm like, I hate all of you. There were other songs on that album that were a thousand times better than Friday, I'm in love. Although the video is pretty cute. (laughs) Okay. So Um, the cure. So I have like two more. All right. So do we want to, I don't know how we're doing for time here. If I need to go through two more or how many We're good for a time. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, screw it. We'll go to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. They're still making music. It's terrible now, I think. I don't know. I don't know about that. Sorry. I just, Um, So the 90s Red Hot Chili Peppers is clearly the best. Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Probably one of the best albums forever. Timeless. I mean, if, if we're talking about albums that like stand the test of time, that's one of them. I don't know if the rest of theirs do. I feel like Freaky Styley does, like the older school, like funk stuff, yeah, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Then that was the 80s. Um, right. That was their first first album, second album. Mother's Milk and then Freaky Styley. And I Mother's feel... Milk was right before Blood Sugar Sex Magic. So that was the one right before. Okay. Yeah. yeah I can't remember how many they had prior to that. I think it was like. Four before. It was, was it four before four? Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like that, the, those three albums, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and then there was uh, One Hot Men Californication. Yes. Those, those, like, prime them, and, and that, mm-hmm. I dare, dare you just, like, look at a band that had that record for those couple of years there. They were really good. Um, and the reason why I was curious about, like, you said The Cure was just inducted to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chili Peppers have been in there since 2012 already. Really? Yeah. I was surprised to see that. Interesting. Yeah, so they've been in for a while. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Now, how many times have you seen them in concert? I haven't seen them in concert yet. I've seen them in concert, and you never saw them in concert. I, I have I, Chad Smith's stick. I caught it when he threw it when I was in, Will like... Will Ferrell. His name is Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. I caught it when he threw it into the crowd when I was in, like, 
I took my ex-boyfriend years and years ago. I still have it. I found it again last week. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, honestly, I haven't been to a whole lot of concerts. Oh my God, what? I I met this woman. I know, and you have Married her, and you know, we've been to a few. And and we had kids. I have a 13-year-old. Tease, I tease. That's what I've been doing for 13 years. (laughs) I kid, Uh, I kid. I I really want to see them in concert. Hopefully they don't die. (laughs) Next time they come around, seriously, just go. Honestly, like they were, I saw them in 2003 or 2004. Yeah. They were, it had to have been 2004. They were freaking phenomenal. They were so good live. So, so good Have you live. seen them on that James Corden car, car, carpool, uh, car, cool, carpool karaoke? I feel like I saw a clip. I didn't watch the whole video. should watch it. Video. Okay. We'll, we'll put it on the Facebook page, too. We'll try to do that. Yes, it's, yes. It's a great one, though. If, if Like, a lot of those are really cheesy and dumb. But, like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, because of who they are, especially Flea. Oh, Flea, for sure. I mean, think about Flea in the back of this car just going crazy while they're doing their songs, you know? Speaking of Flea, and for anybody who has the Epics channel on cable, there is a show that you need to watch, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the the title. I think it is just called Punk, and Epics E P I X. Yeah, it's just called Punk. Okay. Um, I had a free preview last week, and so they had four episodes that I could watch, and mm-hmm. we watched all of them. And Flea was on, I think, like the last two. Okay. I love hearing him talk about the scene because, like. He didn't start out in like a the the type of music that he started. He was a huge jazz nerd. Yeah, and he loved jazz music. He's a student of music. He yeah, really is. That, yeah, you hit the yeah you hit it right on the head. And he talks about that a lot. So it's really interesting to hear his take on that in like mm-hmm. that era. So yeah, and Red Hat Chili Peppers, their whole story. If you go back and just start reading about them, it's insane. I've never really done any oh, research on that. Just just besides the they had the one guitarist. Um, pass away, and they've been through 20 guitarists. Not for Shantae. Um, Hillel. Hillel, that's it, yes. Yeah. And they've had so many, you know, Dave Navarro was one of their guitarists <laughs> for a little right. while. But they've had so many people just cycle through that. But on top of that, though, the drugs and the parties and just um, the trouble they've gotten into. And just, I mean, if you want to talk about, like, rock stories, backstage stories, these are the guys I'll have to, I mean, you're it's making a, me interested. Not that I d- dislike so, them. Yeah. But. There's so much about them. You can just look it up, Wikipedia, whatever. Okay. Um, and you'll be like engrossed with stories about them for hours. That's. I'm glad that you said that though, because now that makes me, like it piques my mm-hmm. interest to yeah. want to look into that more. Because like, don't get me wrong. I, I like that era that you described, those three albums. Maybe mm-hmm. not Californication as much because I feel like the sound really changed on that yeah, album. Yeah, it did. Um, but One Hot Minute, that was a great mm. album. Of course, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I, mm. That was, wasn't that 90 when that came out? Or that 91? That was uh, 91. 91. And then there were four years after that, then the One Hot That's One Hot years. Minute. That's right, because it was, okay. I remember when One Hot Minute came out because it was around the time that I really was getting into Stone Temple Pilots as well. Oh, Stone Temple Pilots. I know, I know. R.I.P. Oh. Yeah. Um, I love that though. Yeah. You have to see them live though. I'm telling you, I will, I will, dra- I will yeah. buy tickets for you guys to fucking that, go that's and That's my see thing them. now. I got to get uh, see some of these people before they pass away. You, you <laughs> do. I mean like I'm going to see Elton John again in October with yeah. Mike. I saw him on the farewell tour last year. I I took my mom to uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, how was that? Oh, they're amazing. We I mean we were in the back so it was kind of like crap, but But it's um, still you're I still mean, there. It's Fleetwood Mac. They, their show is so like they've got it down. It's got yeah. it down to the science. But you could see the egos, you okay. know, because everyone had to have their own little minute there. 
Um, <sighs> even they had... The scarf monster, did she have her own minute too? I'm <laughs> sure. Stevie, Stevie Nicks? Nicks, I'm sure. Of she did. That's what Mike calls her. So I'm like, scarf like, monster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds very negative. I like Stevie Nicks. I do like her too, but when he said it, I'm like, it's kind of a brilliant name though. It's kind of brilliant. <laughs> she's Well, she's just different from the rest of the band. Completely. I mean, you know, uh, Lindsey Buckingham wasn't there. Oh, that's right. He which, didn't do that yeah, tour. He didn't want to. Um, He's so they had a bitch. A, I should know that. I can He's write. writing more music for National Lampoons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's a great song. <laughs> it is a great song. Classic vacation song. <laughs> um. But no, they had um, uh, the guy from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Mike Chamberlain. No, um, Campbell. Mike Campbell. That's it. Yeah, they had him, um, and they did a uh, they. So he did a song, just him, and Aww. then they did a tribute to Petty at the end of the concert. Did which they? my I am probably of all the bands in the world, Tom Petty and Heartbreakers for me is number one. Oh, awesome! So I was I was like crying seeing that. Aww. I'm like, oh man, Tom. But I got to see Tom Petty before he passed. Back Did you? No, the, right after we graduated in 97, <sighs> I saw him uh, at United Center. I like never saw... Man, my friend Ruben, who I told you about, I used to yeah. I used to podcast with him. He met Tom Petty in Chicago. Oh, God. So, like, I have to tell you this story because you're such a fan. So yeah, yeah, right. I might not it. hit all the points 100% correct, but the gist of it is there uh, the Chicago Music Exchange that used to be, mm-hmm. like, on Clark Street on the north side. He was driving past with one of his ex-girlfriends, and he's like, wait a second. He goes, I think that was Tom Petty who just walked in there. And she's like, do you want me to pull the car over? And he's like, yeah. And so he gets out, and he walks in, and it, it is. It's Tom Petty. They were they were leaving. They were, like, killing some time before they were leaving town, I believe, because they, then they were headed to O'Hare mm-hmm. after that. And he just, I mean, he didn't do total fanboy, but he kind of did, and he got to meet Tom Petty in person and shake his hand. I don't know if I could have said anything to him. Uh, right? I'd be like, hey, you're, you're, you're Tom Petty. I, mean, <laughs> I would have flipped out. That concert that I went to, um, I that was so long ago. I just have great memories of that whole oh. night because I almost didn't go to that concert. Why? I didn't know about it. Like, I didn't know that he was in town. Oh, God. And so, like, and this is, like, so we're just out of high school. I don't have a credit card to buy tickets or anything like that. So oh, I called right. my mom at work. I'm like, hey, Tom Petty's playing in town tonight. I want to go. And I was like, can I borrow your credit card number? And I, she's like, all right. You know, I mean, she can appreciate Tom Petty. Sure. Um, so me and my buddy, we got the tickets. They were 11th row. The night of the concert, by the way, got in there. Um, Before you really had the scalper problem. but Yeah. And it was an amazing show. Danced all night long. We, we were drunk as, you know, <laughs> fuck. By the time we left there. There's more stories that I don't need to tell on the podcast. <laughs> Not but, yet, uh, anyway. Don't worry, we'll pull them out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a great night, I'm, and I wanted to see him. He was here the year before he passed away, doing like Summerfest and Lollapalooza mm-hmm. with Chris Stapleton, who was the only country artist I could listen to. Love, love, love him. As far as country, that's it for me. Chris Stapleton, forget the rest. I don't even Not care. even Sturgill Simpson? I don't even know who that is. Oh, you would like him. No, if I you know like who Chris he is. Stapleton. Okay. I, I know who he is. Oh, Stapleton's like... a big fan of his. Okay, and he should be because Sturgill worked with uh, Foo Fighters. He worked with What's yeah. His Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, tangent again. That's awesome, though. I love that. I love that you're a fan of Red Hot Chili Peppers, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were talking about Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, sorry. We do tangents here. <laughs> we do. Um, Where I'm are great. we? Are we on you now? Is this your turn? You got anything else? I mean, I have several, but I really, several? Just, I really just want to hear your last one, though. All right. All because right. mine would be, like, the obvious choices, like New Kids on the Block or, you know, New Kids on the Block that I listen to all the time, but they've made such a comeback. 
in the last 10 and 11 years. It's just, it's, you know, mine don't, yeah. I feel like every woman likes the kids on the block. I was such a fan. Like, they were on the Mickey Mouse Club. They were on their one, like, yeah. for one of the episodes. Like, I just, huge fan of theirs. And still am. And and I, I may or may not have found out where Donnie Wahlberg lives in St. Charles. And we may or may not have driven past his house, like, a few months ago. <laughs> Nice. All right. It's public record, so I don't feel so bad oh, about it. Record. It's totally public record. That doesn't though. make it not stalking then. <laughs> well, but I had heard like they had talked about before that they have people well, who actually I heard. No, but they have people who actually stop by the house and I was like, I'm not doing that. Like I wanna see their I wanna drive by and see like the neighborhood and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just checking off the neighborhood. We I'm might just, buy we here. might buy a house here for oh, seven million dollars. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. That's pretty cool, kids. I have seen them in concert twice. Yeah. And they're fantastic live. And this last one um, that they were just in town with Debbie Gibson and Tiffany and all them uh-huh. for, I had tickets, but I had to work late that night. So unfortunately, like I just, it, I couldn't do it after, like I just had such a long week at work and I didn't wind up going. It was a bummer. So I'll, I'll tell you this. Next time you go see Donnie at his house, <laughs> let him know that Wahlburgers sucks. What? Oh. No, you shut your mouth, sir. No, Wahlburgers is terrible. What is wrong with you? I had them I in Detroit. I I have taste buds. You did what? Come on. What did you get? A burger. I know. I got like, the which, which, Okay. Did you get anything else, though? Because I thought their food was really good. I'm sure I got fries. I don't know. I was so disappointed in the burger. I was just like, I don't even know what else is on my table. What didn't you like about it? The taste. But I mean, like, be more specific. Because now I'm going to, like... The taste is not more specific. The burger was bad, Dana. It was dry. Oh, really? Yes. Which one did you go to? Uh, Somewhere in California. Somewhere in LA, I think. Because they make them dry out there, I'm sure. The one, oh, yeah. it's I, LA's fault. It's LA's the fault. Donnie Wahlberg makes bad burgers. The, no, the one that I went to though in Detroit, like my girlfriend, we had gone out there to go see some fucking band. I can't remember that she really wanted to go, so I said, "Let's do a chick trip. We'll go to Detroit. You can see them." It was their farewell tour, and uh, she really wanted to go to Wahlburgers, and so did I because mm. I, you know, you see the TV show; mm. they're pretty hilarious. It was in Minneapolis. Oh, well, it's fucking That's Minneapolis. That's why it's terrible. <laughs> um, but their bur- I really enjoyed it. It was a very juicy burger that, like, we had a good experience. Their mac and cheese was really good. Their sweet potato fries were excellent. Like, it was a very good experience that we had. Might have been an off day. You could go. You could even go. I'm totally Maybe. rooting for you, Donnie. Um, you could go. You know what we found at Meyer the other day? No, they no. sell Wahlburgers hamburger patties at the store. Oh, maybe that's what they served me at their, <laughs> st- their restaurant. They might have served you. You know, we ran out of real food, so here, have this crap. They went to McDonald's and got it. Then whatever they served you, <laughs> I'll defend them until the cows come home. <laughs> until they're not coming home. <laughs> they're being eaten. Anywho, All right, your uh, last. In and out burgers better. All right. I've never had that. I've never been to California, though. You don't have to be in California. Vegas? I've never... See, I it didn't have even think about that. Have you been to Vegas? No, I've been to Vegas. Okay. It's been a few years, though. What's wrong with I didn't you? realize that they had them out there, too. Anyway. They do. That's where I had it the first time. Okay. Right. Noted. Tangent over. <laughs> um, all right. Belvin DeVoe. I speaking love of, that. Speaking of bad burgers and poison... <laughs> I, I love Belvin DeVoe. Belvin DeVoe is the best. That's amazing. The only thing is they didn't have a very... So they were New Edition first, basically. Of course. Basically. Basically, they came from New Edition. Yeah. And we're like, well, there's only three of us now, so we're going to be the Bo Biv Bell? No, that doesn't sound right. 
BBD, baby. BBD. Yes. Thought it was me. So, oh, good stories about Bell Duval. So, anyways, um, only one real good album. I mean, yeah. The second one was Hootie Mac. And, like, I never listened to yeah, it. Yeah, nobody did except for me, I think. <laughs> I think they had one album sale. I'm like, no, I love this. And there's actually uh, two good songs on there. Okay. One was actually on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't remember the name right now. But okay. there's an episode. Do you remember the episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Belva DeVoe came to the house and did a music video in the house? No, but I remember Will Smith, Fresh Prince, being yeah. on Blossom and she met him in the elevator. I do not remember Belva DeVoe, though, on the Fresh Prince. They were on Fresh Prince and they filmed a music video while the parents were out of town. Really? And it was this one song. And years later, I was watching it and I'm like, God, you know what? I never went to go see what this song is. And it's from that album. Okay. Because that's that was when they were trying to promote the second album that went on the show and everything. Okay. Um, no one even knows it. Anyway, that's part of it. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I'll have to check that out then. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool song. Um, the rest of the album is garbage. But um, Poison <laughs> had a lot of good songs on it. I used to listen to that whole album. Well, what was it? Do Me, Poison? Those were the two that I knew off that album. Um, I thought it was me. Um, there's one called Ricky Ralph Mike. Something Johnny, all yes. the guys from New Edition. Yes, 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 yes. Um, oh, New Edition. Oh. Yeah. New Edition's great, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, interesting story. Fifth grade. The top, song, top, I top. thought it was me. Okay. So, um, this class I was in, so I was in this, like... You weren't out here yet. I was in Chris Lake. I pretty much lived out here forever. But my parents separated and I moved oh. a lot. Okay. But within the area. Okay, got it. So um, I ended up going to the school that's actually not far from where we are now. Not the one that you saw, but a different one that's a couple blocks away. Okay. Um, so we were like in this uh, trailer because the school was overpopulated. So like they had they those did classroom trailers Carl. outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was out in one of those. And so we switched from like our science class to history class into the next trailer over. Okay. Uh, but the rest of our classes were in our like homeroom. You know, English, math, and all that. Sure. So for this one special class for science, my classroom had to do a presentation to the other classroom okay. about science. And they did theirs about history to us. So we did a music video. Get it. I thought it was me, uh. Abel the DeVoe. <laughs> so one of the guys had like the instrumental. Oh my God. Of, of the tape, the cassette. Do you have this on? I don't. Oh, damn it. Okay, sorry. I, I think I know who does. I think I still know like... I mean, I think Who you need it? to contact them. Uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> so we did a music video. We wrote a rap about oh. science, in which I, I wrote a whole verse on. Get out! But here's the kicker. So the day of the filming for the video, I was sick. What? And I forgot we were doing the video that day. Oh. So my debut rap performance <laughs> of this rap I wrote with like two other people, oh. I did not get to do. That's what killed your rap career. That's, that's That was it right there. <laughs> Honestly, Matt, I, and I say this with all of the love in my heart, I never would have pegged you for such a big fan of, of rap. Like did you not know me in high school? I did, but, but still, <laughs> like, I guess I didn't ever really ask or pick your brain apart as far as, like, not. your musical taste. Like, I know how we all dress in the 90s. You know what I mean? But, like... I never, I never would have thought that though. Oh, if you want to go deep into the history of rap, uh, dude, I love that you like. Maybe we should. I would love to hear you talk about that. I would probably have that. to bone up on some things. That's okay though. But um, you know, interestingly enough, 
Um, a lot of my history of rap I learned from um, a book I read a long time ago, and that got me more interested in it. Really? It was called Hip Hop America. It was by a guy with the name of Nelson George. Okay. And he's a big rap historian. He pops up. Do you ever see anything about rap all of a sudden? He pops up on these documentaries all the time. I'm like, holy crap, really? I know that guy. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of where it came from. And then I just learned more about it, more about it. So That's awesome. I like that. We could do that someday, maybe. I would totally be down for that. And I like that. It's not only just that you like the music, but that you also dig into the history. Because, like, that's, for me, I have a lot of pop culture knowledge, Mm -hmm. but I also like digging into the history and, like, understanding how other things intertwine. Yeah. It's just, I I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, rap history is deeper than Run DMC people. Oh, hell yeah, a hundred percent. Like, in any, but, in any... They just got lucky because... Aerosmith, Walk well, This Way. Well, no, it's not even that. It was, it was actually uh, Russell Simmons and a white guy. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, God, what's that show? Um, they had something on Showtime. Was it Showtime or HBO? Um, oh, the... The Defiant Ones. Yeah, the Defiant Ones. Dr. The Dre and Iovine. Yeah. They talk about a lot of that stuff and a lot yeah. of those guys who came out of, like, Queens and Brooklyn mm-hmm. in like the seventies and eighties. And they talk a lot about run DMC and I, mm-hmm. I never, but again, I, and I always did enjoy like rap and hip hop and stuff, but I never would have known a lot of those stories had I not started digging and understanding. Like I knew how it was connected to like funk and soul and like all mm-hmm. that stuff. But hearing the individual stories of those groups or like, you know, whatever individual artists who mm-hmm. came up, and how they came to be, it's fascinating to me. And I like, I've always been a huge music geek. Like I was in band when we were in junior high, and then mm-hmm. I did chorus out throw all throughout high school. And I love like, I'm also like a big concert geek. Yeah. You know, like huge. And I've been my first concert ever was Green Day in '94. And uh, like, I just I'm so, I've always been a fan of music. I remember being a little kid. I can share my last one with you before before we sign off because I think you'll appreciate it. But All right. this this has to tie in with my story about being a little kid. So, um, I am a huge fan still of Wham. I love George Michael. Love George Michael. But I have been a fan of Wham since I was a little girl. Like I remember being five and dancing around in my parents' old living room at the house in Barrington and like dressing up in my mom's stuff. And my mom. So there's a, a VHS tape called Wham! The Video, and it has all of their, not all of them, but it has all the videos from that album. And um, my mom used to rent it from the video store so often that finally one day they were like, Mrs. Kroll, you've had this out for so many weeks. Why don't you just buy it? And so my mom bought it, and I still own it to this day. And the day that George Michael died on Christmas Day a few years mm-hmm. ago, um, my ex-husband dug it out of the basement for me and put it into the VCR and it fucking broke. And I was devastated. Oh, like, <laughs> well, I mean, that was it was totally the reason why we got divorced. <laughs> um, but obviously we know scotch tape works on videotapes when they break. Right. Like it, it always has. Um, so he saved it, but I bought another copy off of Amazon, like the used section, of course, because nobody has a brand new copy. Duh. Yeah. It's from like 80, five or 86. So maybe I was seven at the time. Either way, I was a little kid. Um, but yeah, so I still own that. And then I went even further and bought the other Wham video that they had, like VHS tape that they had of, of Wham. I was listening to Wham earlier today as well. I love Wham. Love, love, love. And not just because of Orange Julius's is in, in fucking uh, Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. 
Yeah. I, I have nothing to say to that. I don't even know whether to make fun of that, commend you for the bravery. <laughs> the look on your face, you don't have to say anything at all. <laughs> and they did, and George Michael, so I mean, it's kind of like a through string, right? Because Wham ended in the 80s, but George Michael had a career in the 90s. So it's like, I still... He did, yeah. Uh, Faster Love was the one song? Fast or, Love was a song. Fast Love. He also, so he, interestingly enough as well, on the Wham album called, uh, I think it was... Uh, was it? I don't know. Either way, um, <laughs> there was a song called "Freedom" as Wham, and then um, in 1990 he also did "Freedom 90." Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that God, that album. It was Faith, Father Figure, Monkey. I think one more try was on that album. Oh, Faith, when Biscuit did that song. Yeah, that terrible fucking band. <laughs> um, that was almost my one of the picks, but I'm like, no, you know what? I'm gonna stand behind my Limp Biscuit. I'll give that to you. You give me Wham, I'll give you that right, one. Fine. <laughs> done and done you done and done it. but yeah that that uh yeah <laughs> all right so we're gonna are we gonna end on wham i mean i think we should i think we should end on wham do you have another one i don't have any more <laughs> <laughs> you said like biscuit though so i mean that's yeah, kind of like fine um <laughs> yeah so anyways uh so yeah we're gonna get a new facebook page up <laughs> we have to you keep listening to us subscribe to us uh, you know, tell us what your embarrassing band is, right? I totally I, want to hear that. I'll get I the email. Hear, I'll, yeah. We appreciate the comments already that we've gotten. We want to hear more from you guys. Yes. So keep listening. I'm Matt. I'm Dana. This is Journey to the Middle. We'll see you next time. Bye.